This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. Shouldn't you be at work? Clean sheet, I call it, is uh, one of the most important things in, in football. Nice to see Holt fans here. Emil Heskey, could it be five? Yes, it is! Paul Bowden to take it. Oh, and he's hit the crossbar! Gerard, it's Carroll! What a goal by the England striker! That's why he was brought in and he's done the job. Saved! John Pickford! Now, you know him better than anybody, probably. Do you back him to score quickly, yes or no? Yes. Oh, oh it happened! No! Hello and welcome to Quickly Kevin, Will He Score? It is episode 11 of our Euro specials and England are still in it. Semi-final preview. Here Let's we Let's be honest, Scout. We haven't played since the last episode. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> it couldn't have gone out. Uh, I'm Chris Scott. Joining me as always, Josh Widdicombe. Hello. And fresh from visiting Area 51 with his pal, Joe Biden. It's Michael Martin. Hello. <laughs> How are you both? Good. Um, can we start we with say this? say when we're recording this? Yeah. yeah. Can we start with this violent disagreement we're having? You two <laughs> okay, believe yeah. I, Spain I think, and Italy are good. I think they're brilliant. I'm, I'm watching the Spain and Italy game. The speed. So we should say we're recording this during the extra time because we, I need to go to bed. And Michael needs to edit it. <laughs> um, so we don't know who's going to win. I think, and Michael, you agree with me? They, they're great, right? Yeah, I think both two very, very good teams, much better than anyone we've faced, who have very kind of opposing but complementary styles in terms of the spectacle of a match. What they look to me like watching these two teams pegging it up and down on my phone as I sit in the dark with my ill baby is um, 
They look like, he's fine by the way, don't worry, he's just, just had some jabs, guys, so that sounded worse than it was. Um, Cowpong does wonders. They look like, you know you can t- do FIFA on like amateur professional and then there's one above that. <laughs> yeah. You put it onto world class by mistake and they're so fast. And you just what are you on the about? <laughs> there's misplaced passes happening every couple of seconds. Of course there's there is, because they're so Strikers going through and going, smashing it into the top tier. There's rank amateurish all over this match. Skull. These, these, Skull. I can't. And if, the commentator... If Michael, goes, had, if, if Michael had more time, which he doesn't because it's, <laughs> it's currently three minutes to ten, I'd get him to edit this speech with some of the things you said after the Scotland game and some of the things you said after the Czech Republic game. <laughs> but I'm just, they're just replaying Murata's equaliser for Spain. Donnarumma's dived the wrong way. Like, how do you... He's one-on-one. He's got he's practically one-on-one. The keeper. How do you dive the wrong way? I just... I'm I don't just know. not even getting involved in this. Can I just say it, Bill? Have you seen the... You've the swung gun? from the most... You, you've swung from one of the most annoying talk sport callers to the other <laughs> end. <laughs> Can I the say one that ha- well, You've gone from the one that hates England and wants... and can't believe how bad they are to the one that despises European football because it's not rudimentary enough. Well, I... I do you know what? It's funny. I had the commentary off and I wasn't looking at my phone for a good 20 minutes. I was like, this is a poor game. And then I turned on the commentary. The commentators are raving about it. You're all on what's going WhatsApp on? going out. Everyone I'm like, in the world except you raving about it. Can I say as well, um, the, the, who's the, there's one guy on the Italy bench that every time he comes up, I like I chuckle to myself and I'm like, who is that guy? Do you remember the one I mean? He's got like a moustache, really black, ripped, like thick black rimmed glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Mr. Magoo. It's Mario. It's Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like he's got such a distinctive look. It's like he's so like distinctive. It's like like having Amy Winehouse on the bench or something. You're just like, what is that? Like a skull. I haven't checked, but if you're worried that the whole world except you. He's really enjoying this game and thinks they're two great footballing nations. I haven't checked, but judging by his output so far, I think he'd probably enjoy Danny Baker's Twitter because I imagine he's found a reason to hate the experience of watching it tonight. Well, I will say this. I tweeted earlier, hot take alert, Spain and Italy are rubbish. Just the 41 likes. Now, I don't know how many people are on Twitter, but I think it's more than 41. (laughs) (laughs) Skull, have you broken the internet? (laughs) (laughs) Less of the night is a clock news, Skull. Headquarters of ITN News at 10 with Chris Scull. Yuri Geller in league with the CIA. Glenn Hoddle releases new single. And House T Frogger met his wife. I've got to say, I think you've got the first two headlines in the wrong order in terms of my excitement <laughs> for them. Don't know about you, Michael. Yeah, I'm so over the Yuri Geller nonsense. <laughs> All right, last one on Yuri Geller. He convinced the CIA that he has supernatural powers. That's basically it. Thank you to Gaz Quillen for sending this in. It, the CIA got Yuri Geller in and was like, let's let's analyse if there's anything to telepathic powers. And, he, and Yuri Geller convinced them. And who who's, can I just ask who the witness is for this? Well, the CIA, according to some of the reports that Gaz has sent me, they're actually on the CIA, like... Oh, wow. It's on the website. It's on the, the document repository, the stuff they did with him. What, I mean, they brought him in? They brought him in and did a load of tests. I, I have flicked through some of them, but he he convinced the CIA. They, they, they basically reached the conclusion there's something to this. He's got powers. But, oh, is he, he's just a magician. Get Paul Daniels down there. Are you sure that's on CIA.com and it's not on, like... CIA, a- yeah. Yeah. A CIA hyphen 
Like, is it one of those ones where it looks a bit like the website, so you fall yeah. for it? Look, I'll just, I'll put you, I'm going to sit, you have a look at this link, just to make sure I'm not being not a victim of some scam. But it's CIA.com. Please tell UK. me you haven't donated £100 to get these documents, Scal. <laughs> I just needed to donate the money and then to release the funds that they could then give back, give back to me. <laughs> This is by James Randy. James Randy's the big debunker of him, isn't it? Yeah, he is actually, isn't he? Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Magic of yeah. Harry Geller. But anyway, I think, should, should, we, should we just agree? Should we move on to Glenn Hoddle? This is the end of the, the Uri Geller investigations. Now, look. Is this the end of the Uri Geller? Yeah, I think it is, isn't it? I mean, I'd love it to be. <laughs> I, th- I thought me spending a day putting little concrete statues around Wembley would be the end of it, but... <laughs> If anything, it was the only time England played badly in the whole tournament, Michael. Yeah, yeah but imagine how badly they would have played if I hadn't done that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Glenn Hoddle was on the Masters, Mars Singer. Well, um, yep. James Higson's pointed out that he's actually released a couple of new singles on Spotify. He's got 90,000 streams. Now, there's two songs he's released. Wow. The Life You Give and Because We're England. Because We're England sounds like my scene. Yeah. Yeah. like a kind of lost uh, terrible Britpop also ran band doesn't it yeah. yeah it feels like it would have been perfect coming out when Glenn was the England manager uh, so when yeah. was this released very recently yeah like this year. a couple of weeks ago yeah it's mad to think that Glenn Hoddle's still releasing music and <laughs> and the Smiths aren't <laughs> <laughs> Then Joe, um, so that's Terry Venables released the swing album, didn't he? And then Glenn Hoddle. Which England manager would you be most excited about releasing a single? I'd love to see I think Roy. Fabio Capello. Uh, Roy, 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 Roy Hodgson. I don't know what it would be, but I would love to see it. <laughs> well, Roy's got very, he's got very highbrow tastes, hasn't he? So he's probably into kind of quite alternative music. He's probably into he's probably into like opera and stuff. In which case, I'd love to hear Roy Hodgson's. Uh... <laughs> he's not. It's just another swing album, isn't it? That's what they all do. All those football managers. Oh, two words: Big Sam. What are you getting from Big Sam? He's just doing like big Tony Christie covers, isn't he? Like, yeah. Avenues and yeah. alleyways. Is this the way to Amarillo? That kind of fair. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of lot of lot of patter in between the songs as well. I think a lot of like oh. cheap Vegas lounge singer sort of you know try the veal, take my wife kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, it's big finale, rocking all over the world. <laughs> here's a fe- here's a feature I'd like to create. Would you go? Hundred percent. Cool. We we would be there front and center. Sammy Lee on guitar. <laughs> <laughs> if big- if Big Sam was headlining Glastonbury, would you go? Yes. You'd have Who's to. on the other stages? Who's on the other stages? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there, right? So so it's the main stage yeah. is is someone you'd like to see, but not like so the main stage is is Arctic Monkey, so we've all seen before. I thought you were gonna this festival would be exclusively football managers. No, no, no. I, I want <laughs> main stage, the pyramid is Arctic Monkeys, right? Which will yeah. be good. In the John Peel is Sam Allardyce and Sammy Lee. 
out of curiosity, you're definitely going, aren't you? And if you're and not you going, think you you're, spending, get... you're asking, aren't you? You're spending the whole time going, what happened? What happened? <laughs> Do you think you could get your wife to go with you, Scar? <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely. I, wouldn't want, I wouldn't want the responsibility of anyone coming with me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It'd be awful if if the group decided to go with you and it was on you. <laughs> yeah, I, I convinced my girlfriend at the time to go and see um, Charlie Sheen in New York at Radio City Hall oh. around the time that he was sort of that mad kind of celebrity yeah, yeah. drug fueled. And there were about $200 a ticket and it was one of the worst nights of my life. It was, <laughs> oh, God. It was so bad. It's funny you say that. Because Charlie Sheen crossed my mind. If you heard Big Sam's putting on a show, the same thing I thought with Charlie Sheen, which is like, what is this going to be? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, can, I, can, I can tell you exactly what it was. It was Charlie what, what, Sheen yeah, on stage. Happens? Charlie Sheen on stage, uh, drunk, or at least high on something, <laughs> telling half-formed anecdotes, checking his watch every five minutes. At the 45-minute mark, he got his two girlfriends out who... You know, they were a couple of characters. Um, and then at 50 minutes, which I think was his legally allotted time, he just got up and just walked off the stage and just left. Jesus. And wow. People were livid. I think you'd get, a, you'd get a much more professional performance from Big and Little Sam. <laughs> Please, quickly, Kevin, listeners, can you send in your imagined Big Sam set lists? Well, please do, yeah. But we've got so much good correspondence, so much that uh, we need to get on with the correspondence, actually, okay. to get through some of the good stuff. But we will... Unc- yeah, well, let's get into it. Uh, well, hang oh, on, Steve. Sorry, sorry about Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you're going to just cut, cut me off, fuck you. Just go on. I'm not terrible. <laughs> I was ready. But if you're going to be like that about it, don't worry. <laughs> it's the electronic post. <laughs> I'm Jim Rosenthal, and this is the Electronic Postbag. You've got mail. Let me start by saying regens. We asked for your regens. Uh, players, do you want to just describe regens, Michael, just briefly? What, what... Yeah, so it's on, um, on especially earlier versions of Championship Manager, when a, a player would retire, say, for instance, you know, Paul Gascoigne or Diego Maradona, the, the computer would regenerate that player's stats but as a youth player with a, a different name so if you sort of knew how to search for them you'd basically get a 17 or 18 year old diego maradona and he'd be called you know giuseppe diego or something like that yes well ned potter uh, ned potter also this was also suggested um by uh, vince massara who doesn't listen to the podcast after what skull said about italy i imagine ned potter and this is the ultimate regen I'd like to nominate Erling Haaland, yeah. quintessential champ man region. If anything, Haaland is when someone's gone into the data editor and just made a player completely unrealistic and just done 20, 20s for everything. What he says, he ticks all the boxes. He's really good, really young, unrealistic stats, pace 20 to surviving six foot four, and much better than anyone else from his country. Plus, if I'd had him on Championship Manager, I'd fondly imagine him as the son of Alfie Inga Haaland. He's made a professional debut for Mulder in 2017, which means he's presumably a regen of Luca Toni, uh, who retired in 2016. <laughs> Incidentally, look out for the crop of regens who made their debuts in 2018 emerging over the next few years, because it's the year before Car Car Lam, Lampard and Alonso all retired. 
as did Totti, who I'm fairly sure is João Felix. But yes, excitingly, Ronaldinho didn't uh, officially retire until 2018, meaning there's a chance that 2019 debutant Jude Bellingham is his regen. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Superb from yeah, Ned great. Potter. Really uh, do you want some more regens? Yeah. Uh, this is from uh, Mike Potter. Just a quick one on who I believe the ultimate current player for regen of a previous player. Uh, I give you Leeds youth player and current Sampdoria midfielder, Ronaldo Vieira. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those where the name is just <laughs> so suspicious. I believe it was Central World of Soccer that used to regenerate players using mashups of names who were already in the game. So you'd get a youth player named Stephen Shearer or Brian Del Piero. When I saw Ronaldo Vieira's name, I felt sure we were looking at the product of two parents obsessed with 90s, early 2000s football. Uh, he also adds, we're also living through an era of sons of 90s footballers breaking into top European teams. All of them feel like regens to me. We have Erling Haaland, Federico Chiesa, Marcus Turam, Justin Clivert, Ian Hadji, Giovanni Reyna, and Timothy Weyer. I didn't know about Timothy Weyer, did you? Timothy Weyer? No, first time. Yeah. Also, Man City have in their youth team Liam Delap as well. It's a very exciting time for regens all round, isn't it? Thank you to Mike from Mike Potter for that. Um, Michael. Yeah. Hold on to your effing hat because uh, Chris has, not Chris Skull, but a different Chris, has sent us. He must work for them. I don't know how he's got it. But the uh, the National Grid readout, England versus Germany. The, the most recent one? Yeah, 28, 29th of June. He's got the National Grid graph. I almost just copied that onto the wrong WhatsApp group, and that would have been absolutely <laughs> mortifying. <laughs> always just sent the Whittaker WhatsApp group. I wish my dad would have enjoyed it, to be fair. So here is the National Grid. We'll put it on our, we'll put it on our Instagram. Obviously, we know what people like. So, he says, I appreciate you've been National Grid heavy in the last few days, but I thought it would be personal to give Michael's assumption that nobody was making tea nil-nil during the Germany game due to being too, too tense. On the contrary, you can see the half-time and full... Look at the look at the burst of energy used at half-time and full-time there, Michael. What are you seeing? Well, I, I'm seeing a spike in energy usage. I'm not disputing that. I'm, I'm just curious as to how he knows that that's cups of tea being made. Absolutely. Not our funniest email, but genuinely, I'm absolutely fascinated by the National yeah, Grid. Yeah, I'm on board. We will put that on our Instagram so you can all enjoy it. Have we got time for one more? Yeah. I can't believe I haven't done this. We've had so many emails on this, uh, all answering our question. Do I remember? We've never had a do I remember this right that's got so many people saying, yes, this is true. Thank you to everyone, but this is from Daniel uh, McGee. Listening to the previous episode, I, I also half remember the do I remember this right regarding Diego Maradona picking a player for World Cup 2010 off the back of a dream. After a little research, I found it is true. They, he didn't pick Javier Zanetti, despite oh, wow. that being the treble winning season he played at Inter. Instead, he picked virtual unknown uh, colon veteran Ariel Garce who was called up instead because Maradona had a dream. On that, Chris, a uh, uh, friend of Michael, Chris Slowly, sent me, sent me this article that's been translated from, Argent, from the Argentinian media around the time. But yeah, Garza, he'd played for like the team that finished in 14th place in Argentina. But he hadn't, hadn't really yeah. played at all. It was, a, it was a crazy decision. There's flags, there's pictures of flags at the game. 
where they're like people is it like they're implying to him bring us home some nice biscuits from your like your your, your journey abroad the other re- the mad thing i read about him was that he had tickets to the world cup as a fan yeah so, so maradona <laughs> called him and said oh no you forget the tickets you're going to be in the you're going to be in the squad and he kind of he's done interviews afterwards going i knew it was crazy but it was it was the best moment of my life that's mad like, no one can take I'm- that from me I'm just going to read you his appear his four appearances by year in the Argentinian national team. 2003, two appearances. 2004, no appearances. 2005, no appearances. 2006, no appearances. 2007, no appearances. 2008, no appearances. 2009, no appearances. And then two appearances in 2010, which was the year Maradona selected him in the World Cup. He didn't feature in any match. No. That is astonishing, isn't him, it? Him and the two sub-goalkeepers were the only people not to spend a single minute on the field during the whole World Cup. Absolutely that's, mad. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Because surely he was part of the training camp, like the sort of, you know, when they get everyone together before he finalises the squad. And then everyone is going to go, yeah, this, he's not good enough. Like, this is crazy that he's here. <laughs> Over Zanetti. So, so something else I read about it was that he didn't dream that he'd this guy had got the winner or anything. He, he, the quote I read was that he dreamt they'd won the the World Cup, but when he d- thought back to the dream, the only bloke he could remember being around was this guy, this Ariel Garce. So it wasn't even like he'd got a winner in the dream or anything. He just remembered kind of winning the World Cup, like celebrating, and he was there. So he's like, oh, I'll just bring him then. That's mad. Put him on the coaching staff. <laughs> You know he's got tickets. You know he's already going. That's insane. I've just um I've just caught a glimpse of the Italian guy you were talking about, Skull, the coach. Yeah. He does look like he looks like he's wearing one of those comedy spy glasses and mustaches. You know what you're like in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite the look. He, he's so striking, isn't he? As soon as you notice him, you're like, what what is that guy? <laughs> um, thank you for everyone that wrote that in about Maradona. Uh, we've got lots of great stuff we'll get through, including uh, lots of your lineups, Continental 11s of the 90s and of the current day. Uh, this is how to get in touch. Get in touch with the show. Email hello at quicklykevin.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at quicklykevin and sign up to the mailing list at quicklykevin.com. Wow, wow, wow. Here we are. The morning of England's European semi-final. How are we feeling about it? Uh, quite calm. Like, and I don't yeah. mean that as a sort of. I think it will be a tough game. I think Denmark will be tricky opposition, but yeah, I think there's just a sense of. I don't feel particularly mm. nervous. I think we're the better team, and I think we'll win. My brother reminded us of something earlier, which is that during the first game against um, Croatia, we said that. We were looking at the boards of uh, advertisers, yeah, and how we knew very little of them. We said in, we'd invest in a lot of the companies if England won the Euros. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed that. Uh, full episode is available on Patreon, as will be Friday's episode. Then we're back on the main feed on Monday. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.